This is God Alive. This is the Exalted Pile Driver. This is Criff. I mean Arnold. This is Alex and Nick from Tyrannonaut. Greetings from the far Siberian deeps. Here is Peter of Isgerur Morph. This is Zeke Evil from Natal Quest. This is Nick from Hessian Firm. This is Jason from Sulaco. I'm eating a plain cheeseburger. What's up, everybody? This is Ross Dolan from Immolation. This is Brian Mason from Charmer, Sulaco, and Contrarian. Maybe BML. What's up? This is Sully. This is Mama Nat. Hey, this is Rick Dorff from Wolfpack 44, the Electric Hellfire Club, and Coven. This is Richie from Grave Huffer. We're Immortal Possession, and you're listening to Grand
We started <laughs> off episode 236 with Dissonant Seepage with the song Caffeine Eyeball Injection. And that is from their The Darkness Will Swallow You Whole full-length release, which came out in July, I believe. Cool. Then after that, another Rochester band, which is a Rochester project, I believe. Um, Resurgimus Mortuus with the song To the Pit. And this is coming from the beginning release, which came out on Friday the 13th. Cool. October 13th. Awesome. Um, Dissonant Seepage has um, a bunch of shows coming up, I think. Yeah. Uh, but one in particular that I'm fancying is the December 22nd Holiday Metal Party. Yes, me at too. At the Bug Jar. Um, with Dissonant Seepage, Wald Hexen, Charmer, and Humiliating Moan. If am I remembering that right? I think so. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And that's um diverse. Oh, I'm so excited. I am too. Yeah. I'm very excited. I like the diversity. Yeah. It's a, uh, very different styles coming together. Yes. For a holiday celebration. Yes. So how was your week? My week was okay. Um, the weather has sucked. Mm-hmm. It's been rainy and sad outside. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who don't know, we are partaking in Sober October, mm-hmm. um, which means I naturally have to throw my energy into something. Um, and it's been my workouts Mm -hmm. and I won't bore everybody, but I've been really focused and really feeling good about that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're doing great. Thanks. Yeah. And I got another new tattoo, but I guess that was last weekend. Yeah. We should have a drink to celebrate. (laughs) (laughs) How was your week? Um, it was, it was pretty good. Good. Pretty good. You have been busting ass on um, Wild Hexen. Yep, we're working on guitar. Well, one guitar mm-hmm. and the drums have yeah. been recorded mm-hmm. for many songs. I won't say how many, mm-hmm. but there are enough there for a full album. Hey, now. Um. As far as the plans on releasing that, I'm not sure. I was kind of talking to your younger brother. Uh, well, actually, he mentioned it, and I've been thinking this too. Is um, I don't know. Everyone wants to release a full EP or a full album. Yeah. But with, I don't know, the way the times are, it almost doesn't always make sense. Yeah. And he mentioned... Maybe instead of putting out like a full album or a full 10 songs all at once, put two songs out every couple months maybe and stay relevant, stay like, stay in people's ear, you know? Yeah, that was, that was an interesting take. I've never thought of it like that, but Mm -hmm. he listens to a ton of music, Mm -hmm. um, 
So who better to ask than somebody who listens to a ton of music and a ton of new music? Mm -hmm. Like he keeps up pretty well on what's coming out. And so I thought that was an interesting take and I never would have, you're right. Like people, for a lot of reasons, Mm -hmm. I mean, you get proud of it, you work hard on it and you just want to like, here, listen to all of this. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, and I haven't asked the others yeah. in the band what they think. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What, if people listening have an opinion or uh, a preference on this, I'd love to hear it. Yeah. But uh, enough about... Yeah. Well, but that. exciting things happening. Yeah, for sure. So for that's sure. cool. Um, I think we should play a few songs. Okay. Um, and you mentioned Sober October... I have a story about a gentleman that has challenged himself to drink 2,000 pints in 200 days. 2,000? Wow. So that would be 10 pints each day that he chooses to do this. Mm, Yeah, I wouldn't fare well.
we just listened to Fuming Mouth with the song I'll Find You off of their upcoming album, Last Days of Sun, coming out November 3rd. Then after that, Sucking Leech with the song Error Dynamic off of their latest release, which is out now in Rebirth the Metal Productions. And then we heard Cosmic Jaguar with the song Obsidian Mirror off of their EP The Order of the Jaguar Knights out now. All right, let's get back to this this article, this challenge. Um, the headline of this article, it looks like he's done it already. Oof, okay. Successfully, um, I think. So, it looks like he started in April. A- yeah. Yeah, I guess he is done. So he started in April, challenged himself. He's from Sheffield, England. His name is John May. Challenged himself to drink 2,000 pints of beer in 200 days. He, yes, it says he accomplished his goal last Friday. Um, which I think at the time of this article would have been... Actually, I think it was the 20th. Huh. So this past Friday. Um, I guess it was inspired by a TikTok video of another (laughs) user embarking on a quest to crush a thousand pints of beer over the span of a year. So he upped it and said, I'll do 2,200 days. Um, One upper. Yeah. This guy is 25 years old. Um, after the challenge, he acquired 133,000 followers, it looks like, on TikTok. Um, consuming that amount of beer in such a short amount of time is obviously not something a doctor would recommend. According to the National Health Service of England's website, men and women shouldn't drink more than 14 units of alcohol. Um, What's a unit? I think they mean like a shot or a glass of wine or a beer. Oh, okay. Per week. Oh, okay. Um, He says, I'll go to the doctor after this is over to make sure everything's okay. (laughs) Oh my goodness, I hope so. Um, Yeah. Um, Nobody listening to this show is allowed to try to one-up him. I'm just throwing it out there, that disclaimer. Uh, It says he is unperturbed by negative feedback that he's received. Uh, Out of 1.3 million views, he estimates that 75% of the comments are hateful. (laughs) Um, He says, it used to get to me. But now I've realized they're just jealous because jealous. <laughs> they can't drink pints as well as I can. <laughs> I like that. So, yeah, he did that <laughs> as we're doing Sober October. That's okay. We, see, yeah. we, we all have our own goals. Yeah. And that is okay. He has that challenge and we have a different challenge. That's right. The complete opposite challenge. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I have a I have a couple interesting 
short headlines. Okay. Um, the first one is a man was arrested after faking heart attacks in 20 restaurants to avoid paying bills. <laughs> um, this just says a 50-year-old man faked heart attacks in over 20 restaurants in Spain to avoid paying bills. Um, after dining at the eateries. I wonder how this plays out. I don't know. Like he fakes the heart attack, then what happens? Yeah, it's a good question. Because like... You got to go to the hospital, right? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't say. I mean, you would think. Yeah. Unless he pretends that it's like not that severe and he can take himself to the hospital. But I'm thinking if if he really plays it up and then has to take an ambulance, that's going to be way more expensive than... Than your than sandwich. Dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then the other interesting headline I came across was uh, Michael Arnold, 65, had been stalking a Schulerville, New York woman for approximately four years. How, you ask? New York authorities say Arnold was spotted flying low over the village of Schulerville and at one point was seen throwing tomatoes from the plane onto her car and in her neighbor's yard. The woman informed the police that she had been concerned for her safety and said she and her family would be awakened at 7 a.m. multiple times a week by the sound of a plane so close that the windows and doors rattled. Arnold made an appearance in court after his arrest on charges of aggravated stalking with court order violation, violation of an abuse prevention order giving police false information in order to implicate another attempted impede, impeding of a public officer and resisting arrest. Wow. That's Unfortunately, I have no details on what their relationship was or how they met, where it went sideways, but that is quite an act of dedication. Yeah. <laughs> That's an interesting act of aggression. Hmm. I mean, it could be worse. Yeah, it could be worse. Like, how do you think a tomato from that high up would feel if it hit you? Um, it would probably feel like death. Really? Yeah. You think so? Yeah, Probably. I guess it depends how ripe they are. Probably. But I guess they have... Do you remember ever hearing um, this, like, the stories about someone dropping a penny from, like, the Empire State Building and it, like, hitting a person below and killing them? Yeah. I guess that's been disproven. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it can't feel good. Yeah. Having a penny hit you from the top of the Empire State Building? Probably, yeah, probably. Probably feel it, I'm guessing. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what that would do. You want to try it? No. I'll go get on the roof. I'm good. I would need a hair hat first. <laughs> and throw a penny down at you. I'd need a hair hat. So, you know, pad it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> maybe you can borrow one of Grandma's wigs. Maybe, maybe.
fashion whenever there's embarrassing song titles he likes me to read them so this week grandma chose out of her pantry the schlongs from hell with the song door to door dildo salesman why is that embarrassing do you ever think that was a thing do you think people walked around with suitcases full of dildo dildos (laughs) dildos and walked door to door um I would say no, but... It should have been. It, maybe it did happen. I don't know. They, there probably was door-to-door American salesmen. There were? Probably. <laughs> right? I don't know. Or either maybe not door-to-door, but maybe brothel to brothel. Hmm. I'm guessing they're uh, a big hit there, you know? <laughs> That's one of those things I learned what it was mm-hmm. probably way too late in life. Mm-hmm. But that's a good problem to have. Yeah. If you're a, a Merkin connoisseur, I would be like, oh, you, you should probably be wrong. a little worried. <laughs> <laughs> something's wrong here. I didn't learn what a Merkin was until I was probably close to 40. Yeah. Um, I don't think I heard it until, I don't know. When, not like as a teen, I didn't know what it was. I never heard it. I was probably late twenties or early thirties, I think. Um, I don't know if you were around for this, but we recently celebrated our granddaughter's twelfth birthday, and during that visit, she asked. You don't. You should just leave it at that. I don't know if you're around for this. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I don't was know. There. No, I. It, no, I met in the room. The conversation for the conversation. Okay. You were there. Uh huh. Um. So you just were talking about a Merkin, and now you're going here. Right, because okay. it was a little awkward. Okay. Um, because she asked why people wore powdered wigs. Mm. Mm. And your daughter and I looked at each other like, hmm, how far do we take this? <laughs> <laughs> so she's at that fun age where I uh, I walk a fine line between being honest and being appropriate, which is fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's probably the age where you pretend that they don't know all the stuff that they already know. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's probably testing me. Yeah. Let's see what this bitch knows about. <laughs> <laughs> um, so back to the slongs from hell. Yes. Sorry. Um, Grandma didn't really have much info on them. No. No. Uh, they were, I don't think they're still active, but they were from Rochester. And uh, I don't know. That's about all I know. Oh, okay. And they're on Reverb Nation. So, if anyone has any info, Grandma would love to know. Yeah. Because uh, she's like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, we went with your younger brother 
to our very first stand-up comedy experience. We sure did. This past weekend. <laughs> did you enjoy that? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was. It was fun. Mm-hmm. I'd like to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. And I liked that it was... Um, we were we were home by nine. Yeah. So it started at like seven. Um, I would really like concerts much more <laughs> if we could be home by like nine or ten. Yes. And not three in the morning. Yeah. But it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. So there is a documentary that was just released, I believe, last week in the UK that shows how easy it is to bypass Amazon's buying and selling safeguards. What does that mean? Um, apparently somebody sold a an energy drink on Amazon. They listed it for sale. Uh, they packaged this in uh, a snazzy-looking bottle like an energy drink bottle uh, with a, you know, a tantalizing label. Uh, the name of the product was called Release. And apparently <laughs> it was, um, it was, they were selling piss. So like the Amazon drivers that partook in this were peeing in this bottle. And what? Selling it. Yeah, according to this article. I'm sure the documentary, it's called The Great American, um, The Great Amazon Heist. And it airs. That's a little frightening, actually. It says today. It airs today, which today was the last Friday again. A lot, a lot going on last Friday. Yeah. Um, on Channel 4 in the UK. So I'm guessing we can probably find this online somewhere. But it, they claim that Amazon actually listed this for sale, um, and it was it was it it was it achieved the number one bestseller status in the this Get is a, out of here. this is a, this is in quotes in the bitter lemon category. <laughs> oh boy, they so they actually sold them. I I don't know that they're, they're kind of implying that. I don't. I don't know that they sold them or they list. They like they intended. They just listed and them to see if Amazon would stop it. Yeah, yeah. We gotta watch the documentary. Yeah, because um, I yeah, I have questions. Like, how does if if it didn't actually sell, how does it get the number one bestseller status? Right. Yeah. So I think we need to research this. And then report back on it because it sounds amusing. You know, this is how, I guess, naive I am or I just have never thought about it. But it just occurred to me watching a separate documentary. I don't know what it was. Where they talk about companies buying reviewers. Oh, yeah. And buying reviews. And mm -hmm. I that never would have crossed my mind. No. No, because yeah. they're hiring... Like, you can kind of tell what the fake reviews are. Can you? <laughs> well, now you can't because yeah. now I know they're hiring people yeah. to write raving reviews. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I had no idea that was a thing. 
But it like once I heard it, I'm like, duh. <laughs> Why would I not think that that was yeah. happening? Yeah. Um. You can't trust anyone, man. No. And I. I'm a huge fan of Amazon. I use it very often. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we actually just had that conversation, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I'm curious to, to see what this is about. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And I do, I still read reviews and I still look at like the star ratings, even though it's all bullshit. Yeah, I spent a lot of time looking at reviews for stuff. Mm -hmm. Now I know it's all made up. Mm -hmm. Yep. We should come up with like a code. Like if you are for real reviewing something, there should be like a code word in there somewhere. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, but then the fake reviewers would... <laughs> Catch wind of that and put put yeah, it in there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a good. It could be like an inspection sticker. You know, in New York, you have to have your car inspected, and it's like a mm -hmm. specific color sticker that you have to put on your windshield. Okay, all right. Who's going to monitor that? I don't know. That's that's the other issue, right? That's our startup business. We're going to make millions. <laughs> yeah, but then who says we could be trusted? Yeah, that's true. Maybe we're being bought. Right. Then you're, you could say, oh, the, the government will have to do it. No, they can't be trusted. How about the pharmaceutical? Oh, yeah, that's probably, that's probably a safe bet. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should play some songs. All right. First up, we're heading to Canada to listen to Aggression with the song Circus of Deception. And this is coming off of their upcoming album, Fro Frozen Aggressors, out December 1st on Massacre Records. I was excited to see this. Yes, um, I know you added it yeah. immediately. Um, because I am a longtime fan of aggression. Mm -hmm. um, and I was happy to see that they were putting some new material out. It does sound different than their early stuff. But yeah. I mean, they started in the early 80s, I believe. Yeah. Mid-80s. Yep. So, of course, it's going to sound different. Yeah. Then after that, Sort Sinned with the song Tamed. Is that how you'd say that? Yeah. All right. Off of their upcoming release, I Skiggin F. Live. Out on <laughs> November 24th on Nuclear Winner Records. And then we're going to listen to Horror Fire from Norway with the song Sadistic Impalement of their debut release, Horrid Resurrection, out December 15th on Personal Records.
So I have some Bandcamp news. Oh, I saw this. You did? Yeah. Did you read it? Um, I glanced at. Um, yeah. So we use Bandcamp. Um, Every single week. Yeah, all the time. Mm-hmm. Personally and for the show. Yep. And uh, it's probably right up there with Metal Archives as far as... Uh, tools. Tools, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess um, not quite two years ago, um, Bandcamp, and I didn't know this, Bandcamp was sold to Epic Games, the software developer behind Fortnite. Mm, okay. And apparently uh, Epic Games was just going to carry on with how Bandcamp, or at least that's what they said, that Bandcamp would just continue to be Bandcamp with a different owner, mm. right? And now here we are two years later. Yes. Uh, late last month, Epic announced that it would lay off 16% of its workforce and sell Bandcamp to SongTrader, a B2B music licensing service. Um... So, I'm not sure what they're doing, but it doesn't look like Bandcamp is... Bandcamp's definitely going to change, and um, it may not even be around for... In the the near future, that's hard to say. Um, This article is kind of long. I hope somebody uses this as an opportunity to start a new platform. That's what I was thinking, like what... What's going to be next? Yeah. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt no. you. No. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Bandcamp was, has been a, a really useful tool for, I think, labels, uh, artists, and fans. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know... Especially for a lot of the underground stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much on there. Um, And I know people complain occasionally about the cut that Bandcamp takes, but I think it's pretty fair compared to... I mean, they are hosting it. Yeah. Yeah. Compared to a lot of other services. Yeah. But yeah, something else is going to have to step in. I hope so. Um, this article, without going in, I mean, it's fairly long. Yeah. But they do mention um, to consider using, either downloading your music catalog off of there before things change. Maybe you're locked out of it or you don't own the shit that you bought anymore, Mm. which is not fair at all. That is not fair. But they mention a a plug-in for Chrome that's called BatchCamp that will download all of the catalog that you've purchased. Um, And I know we have quite a few things that yeah, we do. We've purchased. Mm-hmm. Um, 
in a couple different accounts, so. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's a bummer. That's not good news. No. No. There's a lot of things changing. Yeah, there. Yeah, that's true. I know um, one of the platforms that we did uh, stream on was uh, Google Podcasts, and that is now being dissolved, I guess, and becoming YouTube. YouTube is offering podcasts now, and the Google Podcasts is being merged into YouTube Podcasts. Stitcher is no longer a thing. It's not? Mm-mm. I didn't know that. Nope. I want to think that, like, these voids will make room for something better. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like we are going to end up with just a bunch of Walmarts, if that makes sense to you. Yeah. Like, Amazon, YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. And the... I fear is going to make it harder for the lesser known underground yeah. community. Yeah. I I love the convenience of all of this, but um, part of me, I've talked about it before. And I think a lot of people that um, are older that experience the physical media stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I miss those days. Yeah, I think a lot of people do. If it went back to that, everything's so expensive now, though. That's yeah, that's a that's an issue. That definitely is an issue. Yeah, I don't think it can go back to that. Yeah, if it did, it would it would definitely make you appreciate the physical media again. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Well, it's settled. MySpace just has to come back around. (laughs) Yep. That sounds like a solution. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We ready to wrap it up for the week? Yeah. Yep. We're going to end with three more songs, right? Yeah. All right. This first one is Evalon? Evalon? Mm -hmm. I think it's Evalon. From Sweden with the song (laughs) Yggdrasil. Okay. And this is coming off of their latest release, A Warrior's Way Out. Then after that, Deviance with the song Fake Reality. And this is off of their latest release, Legion, which is out now on Cast Records. And then we're ending the show with Alchemy Fire with the song Native Sun coming off of their self-titled release. And this is also out now. Until next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And? What starts with a V and gets women whatever they want? Hmm. Hmm, I don't know. Take a guess. Starts with a V and gets women whatever they want. Vagina. (laughs) Is that what it is? (laughs) No, it's their voice. Oh, yeah. That's that's what I meant.